Well, I have a guest on who I am just wild about. Barbara from Harlem has a great book calling Escaping the Racism of Low Expectations. I'm telling you, you read two chapters of this book, you're not going to go to sleep. So, Barbara, would you come on and tell us in a, in a few words, you know, what people can get out of this book? I mean, it's really your life. And, gosh, you do such a great job of explaining the situation, particularly with the black community and the Democrat Party. Yes. Well, thank you, number one, for having me. I'm honored to have you. I hope that this book will open up the hearts and the minds of black people and other people from other ethnicities, showing how the Democratic Party, how if they poison minds, and they're, they're very divisive when it comes to race relations. That's how they stay in office. They're constantly playing that race card. As a Democrat and a member of several Democrat clubs right there in Harlem, I heard what they were saying. I know the agenda, and I've exposed it in escaping the no, racism. you oh, have. You have. I mean, you name names, and you point out places, and you have authority for it. And uh, yes. I mean, it, it, you don't just uh, point it out. You prove it. You yes. prove it, my dear. I, I'm looking at, I'm looking at it. I've, I have it all underlined. You know. Yes, that's right. I lived it. I was there. It's nothing that I read about. It's nothing that someone told me. These are real life experiences, and I think the world needs to know what's going on. America is too wonderful for us to have these undercurrents of racial discord for no reason at all. Now, Barbara, let, let, let me just tell people, you know, who are going to read the book, but they haven't yet. I mean, you, you have been the victim of some pretty brutal uh, racism by white people. Yes. Like the Klan. Yes, absolutely. I was shot. I was shot twice. So how come you don't, how come you don't hate, hate white people? Well, I was raised to love thy neighbor. So just because I had a run-in with the Klan doesn't mean that I have the right to hate all white people. Just because a lot of whites here in America, particularly in the South, participated in slavery, that doesn't mean that I have to hate the descendants of those who may have had slavery, slaves, or even those who may have fought in the Civil War so we could get that 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment. My Bible tells me to love my neighbor. Barbara, I mean... Do you find, and there's so much more I want to go th uh, through with, uh, go through with you, uh, that people have to, people people have to listen to the podcast, right? That podcast did very very well. It was about a week and a half ago. It was one of my better ones in a long time, because of you. And you can go get it on RudysCommonSense.com, and you can hear the whole story. It, it's, uh, I I know when I have Barbara just tell you the conclusions. You don't realize the wonderful life story this woman has. This woman is a hero. I mean, she was, you could not have gone through worse than she's gone through. And you couldn't have come out, you couldn't have come out better. What, what, did, what, so what do you say to people now who, who make race such a big issue? How do you, how do you get them over it? Well, I remind them that I have people in my family that were born like my grandmother in 1898. I have a father born in 1915, and they never talked about race 
racism, or white people holding them back. They were entrepreneurs. I had a grandfather who was the first black sheriff in Deland, Florida. I remember you telling me that. Yep, 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 yep. Yes. So I've seen it in living color. Oh, tell tell them the story about your mother and going into the segregated segregated restaurants. That got to be one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Please, before we get off, tell them the story. It's worth it. I'm telling you. Tell them the story. She would drive from New York to Florida. So when we passed the Mason-Dixon line, everything was black, supposed to go to the rear. She would tell us to be quiet. And she walked in the front door with five black children and started talking French. So they (laughs) must have assumed assumed she she couldn't speak English. She pointed up there for this, that, hamburgers, everything. They would be so apologetic, pack our bags with all of that food, and we'd go out to the car, sit in the car, and laugh. So what did, so how, when you went through this, how old were you? you about 11 or 12, I think you told me? Something like that, yes. And you had yes. some younger ones, too, and older ones, right? That's correct. My brothers so, were older, and I had a brother and sister that were younger. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I mean, that, it's, that, that is just hilarious. It's just yes, hilarious. She did it. She did it. We never went in the rear of any restaurant south of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> we always went in the front door. Well, Barbara, you've got a lot of wisdom to impart. So here's what I'm going to I'm going to recommend that everybody read this book and we're going to have you on a lot. You know, this is Black History Month and this this book should be on the reading list of anybody who wants to learn black history. It does contain quite a bit of history also. It's a really, really good book. And let me add, it's very well written. So go get the book and read it. You'll get educated, ladies and gentlemen, Barbara. And thank you for being on Andrew's committee. He uh, he thinks Andrew. the world of you. You know that. Oh, thank you. He's so yeah. nice. So well, nice. thank you. Well, I'm telling you, no kidding. Escaping the racism of low expectations. Barbara from Harlem. You will really enjoy it. When I come back, we will have the mayor's final words.